Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and I am your host for this podcast. And if you want to know more about who I am and what I do, be sure to head on over to my website at ayanasimone.com and be sure to sign up to become a member so I can stay connected with you every Wednesday via email. And if you want to stay closely connected to the podcast, be sure to follow To Be Heard Podcast on Instagram. That way you can stay in touch with each and every episode. And I'm so glad that you guys are tuned into today's To Be Heard Tuesday. This is the last episode of the month of February, and so we're going to talk about something really important today. But before we do, I quickly wanted to highlight um, a current event that I think a lot of us are aware of here in the United States concerning Texas. Um, I believe the snowstorm hit more states than just Texas. Like there's a lot of other states that were affected, but um, I believe that Texas was hit the the hardest, I think, um, as far as I'm concerned. It's just the news articles that I've seen and some posts on social media. Um, so I am aware that there are some listeners who tune in from Texas. And so I just want y'all to know that I am praying for you. I'm believing for something greater on the other side of this. I'm hoping that this would blow over soon. And I do pray that whoever's listening in Texas, the, 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 uh, those of you who do tune in from Texas, I hope that you guys are safe. You have water, electricity, heat, that you're in a safe space or that you're recovering. I, I mean, there's so much going on. I, I know this is not the greatest way to enter into the new year. We're still fairly new to 2021. And so I just want y'all to know that you are in my prayers. I am thinking of you and I'm praying that, you know, you're in a safe space and that uh, whatever comes from this, there would be victory on the other side of this. So just wanted y'all to know you're not alone. You are being thought of. And um, for every other listener, if y'all don't mind joining me in prayer uh, for Texas and just interceding on their behalf, because I mean, it's awful. I've seen pictures and videos and heard some some sad stories about what's going on. So we are praying for you guys and just want you to know that. Um, but again, I mean, this is the uh, last To Be Hurt Tuesday of the month of February, meaning that we're already we're basically two months into the new year which is crazy because, you know, considering we've had a very crazy year in 2020 and we were, we've, I think a lot of our hopes were kind of damaged going into 2021 because 2020 was so crazy. And so being that we've had a very crazy start to the year and then, you know, everything going on with Texas, it kind of makes, I think a lot of people are discouraged because it's like, when are we going to see the light of day? It feels like it's just one thing after another. Um, but with that being said, the last To Be Heard Tuesday um, that we had on that episode titled Jealous Jesus, we uh, basically celebrated Valentine's Day. It's one of the happier days, happier holidays, very lighthearted and joyful. We celebrated that um, here on the podcast with last week's To Be Heard Tuesday titled Jealous Jesus. Um, that To Be Heard Tuesday was specifically for all the singles out there, or even if you're in a relationship and you're just jealous to see, you know, someone else's relationship and all that they're doing and whatnot. Um, but basically what we did last week is we took that word jealousy and we broke it apart to see that Jesus is actually jealous for us. And so if you want clarity on what that means, um, you need a little more explanation about what I mean by that make sure that you give that episode a listen but valentine's day is not the only thing that we celebrate in the month of february 
Y'all know that February is also the month that we celebrate Black History. Yes, February is Black History Month. And yes, it is the shortest month of the year, but it is still really cool to have um, a month where we can dive into Black History and study it, like study um, you know, not just celebrate the accomplishments, but even taking a look at some of the gruesome facts about black history that are just really hard to stomach. If y'all have seen any like documentaries or photos, or you just read up on some of the things that happened to black people in the past, like some of those things are hard to stomach. I know for me, I'm like, there are certain movies and documentaries I know I cannot watch because it is just too gruesome. And so Black History Month is a really great time to take a look at what happened um, and really study it and see like what happened to us. I mean, we could talk about the 60s and, you know, the civil rights movement and all that stuff, but even going further into slavery, when there was just, oh, like the wickedness that existed and that um, it, we had to experience some pain. <laughs> I'm talking about black people in the past. And so um, Black History Month is a good month to take a look at that, but also, of course, to celebrate our accomplishments, which is really fun uh, to dive into to see. I know for me, um, it's really cool to hear about some black writers who've been really influential and successful it's cool to study that but overall it's just it's cool to have a month where we can celebrate black history and so with this being the last to be heard tuesday of the month of february i thought it'd be important to uh talk about something um that has not only been discussed it's not just a conversation that we've had within the black community but a, a conversation that has been had about the black community and what I'm going to talk about today. And we're going to dive, um, we're going to dive all the way into it in today's to be her Tuesday. Cause I think what, um, what we're going to discuss here on this to be her Tuesday, I do think it needs to be heard, but I am talking about the word justice. Justice has been at the forefront of a lot of conversations concerning the black community and justice has been a conversations that uh, have been had within the black community too. that key word justice. And if that comes as a shock to you, I don't know where you were summer of 2020. Um, I mean, I can go years back and talk about, you know, uh, the cry of the black community, just justice, justice, justice. But um, being that this has been a little more current, summer of 2020, that has been the word that we've seen over and over again. We've heard about it all coming from or about or, um, you know, centered on the black community. And the reason why I want to talk about this word justice today on To Be Heard is because I'm all like I, I am a little concerned and a little afraid that we made the word justice and this concept of justice just the thing for the black community like oh black the, the black people are just crying out for justice they're always talking about justice wanting justice getting justice all this all all just for the black community and that actually really concerns me because i think the desire and the cry of everyone's heart should be for justice whether you're black or white or Latino, I whoever you are, I think that we all should have that cry of justice, that we should all want to see justice. I'm talking about for those who were wrongfully murdered or, you know, wrongfully ac accused. 
um, talking about justice for the innocent who they've been painted as guilty. Like I think all of us should want justice, but especially, especially you guys know that I'm a, a person of faith. So especially I think that justice should be wanted and desired by those who are in the faith. I'm talking about the Christian community. I'm talking about the church. The church should long for and love the word, the concept, the idea, the entirety of justice. Because, and I'm going to dive into this before people go nuts, just listen. I'm going to dive into this because I think the reason why we all should want justice so bad, especially within the church, the reason why we should want and love justice is because the God that we serve loves justice justice yes the bible says over and over and over and over again uh some say it in psalms i know there's a verse in deuteronomy the bible says repeatedly that god loves justice and not just he loves justice but that he is a just god so he wants justice so when i say that god loves justice what i'm saying is that jesus wants justice more than any of us want justice you can read it for yourself in scripture. Like he loves, Jesus loves justice. He loves it. Our God, yeah, I'm talking to the church, the God that we serve. He loves justice. And I'm overemphasizing that on this To Be Hurt Tuesday. I warned you to listen all the way through. But the reason why I'm overemphasizing that on this To Be Hurt Tuesday is because if you feel like a little bit awkward or a little unsure that God wants justice and that he wants justice more than any of us wants justice, if that makes you feel uncomfortable, I would suggest that you probably have a very poor idea of justice <laughs> because that's the case for me. Like when I studied this for myself, I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to say this on two period? Because so many of us, and I won't point fingers, I'll just speak for myself, but I know for me, when I say that I want justice, if you peel back my words, if you really get to the root of what I'm saying, when I say I want justice, that to me means, like if you really peel it back and get to the core of my words, when I say I want justice, I mean ultimately that I want revenge. Like I don't want justice, I want the person who did wrong, I want them, I want something wrong to happen to them. And that to me is just in my head, like in my human brain, I'm like justice is when the person who did wrong gets exactly what they deserve. Like that is, that's justice to me. But God who is just and he knows justice more than any of us knows justice and he loves justice more than any of us loves justice, his justice may look and it actually, it doesn't... <laughs> His justice absolutely looks different than my version of justice. And if you're honest with yourself, you may be like me and you're like, yeah, when I say I want justice, I actually just want the the evil person to get exactly what they wanted. Like the bad guy to get, you know, the the karma or whatever. You have so many words for, for justice when really, we, if you're honest, you may not want justice, but you ultimately want revenge. That's a human thing to like want revenge I know I mean think about some of the people who've wronged you I know for me I'm like I want justice meaning I want them to get exactly what they 
they deserve. Like, I want them to pay for what they did. And that's our idea of justice. But with God, he is a just God, which means that the justice that he loves and the justice that he desires and the justice that he craves is pure. It's not some human, humanized version of justice but it is the real deal and I say that to say that he loves justice more than any of us loves justice but he also hates injustice more than any of us hates injustice we think we've got it all figured out and we know exactly how to get justice or exactly how to make up for an injustice when really we don't know much you guys like God he's the one who knows all he is a just God and he knows how to handle injustice and he knows how to bring about justice he is a just God and he loves justice more than any of us and so when I say that we all should have that same drive to see justice that same heart to see justice it's not some set fire to the building I know the black community you can call me a coon uncle tom I don't care truly what you say but that's not the way to get justice to set fire to the buildings I believe that we should have human emotions and we should mourn and grieve whenever we feel you know whenever we see that trauma on tv like just seeing the police officer with his neck on George Floyd like that makes you that causes some emotions to arise I get it but setting fires to buildings that's not the way to do that and at the same time I mean we can't just look at people going into the Capitol and say oh yeah they have a, a very reasonable excuse for that no 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 <laughs> either side if you look at a, a man with his with his knee on someone's neck and you you're not stirred by that or if you look at a, a mob going into the Capitol and you're not stirred by that, I mean, like, I think we need to go back to the human, our humanness, like to have emotions and real feelings and not just calculated, oh, well, well, this is really the case. I just think that gets all messy. And I'm speaking to me, too, because I can get like that. And I'm uh, I can be a very logical thinker and just want the facts and statistics. But it's okay to be like, wow, like that I actually have a certain feeling towards this, but it's all about what you do with it. But anyway, that's kind of going off track, going back to God loving justice and having a pure version and a pure desire to see justice. I think it's important to recognize that being that God loves justice and I'm going to read something to you in just a minute here that really convicted me when I read it <laughs> in regards to justice and just the heart that God has for the helpless and the and those who um have been wrongly accused and those who need help like those who need a savior just the heart that he has for those people and I'm talking about all of us because we all need a savior I'm going to read something here in a bit but just in talking about and overemphasizing the fact that God loves justice, Jesus loves justice more than any of us do. I think it's important to recognize that it's like when we say this, when we talk about Jesus in the midst of chaos and in the midst of injustice, when there a serious crime has been committed, when we talk about Jesus in the midst of that, what I've seen is that we so often push Jesus away. And that to me is very confusing because the cry that we've heard all summer 2020 and in years past, the cry that we've heard is, you know, no justice, no peace. And call me cheesy, but honestly, the what I've observed in the way that we treat Jesus and the way that we push him away in the midst of pain and in, in the midst of injustice, when we push him away, we're also pushing peace away. Because I've said this before on the podcast and we read it together Isaiah 9, 6 calls Jesus the Prince of Peace. 
So when we push Jesus away, we're pushing peace away. And that's what I've seen happen. Like we push Jesus away and then there is chaos and we try to achieve justice without him. And we can't achieve justice without a just God, nor can we achieve peace without the Prince of Peace. That doesn't make any lick of sense, you guys. And I know it makes sense to to want to go off of our emotion. But, you know, with justice, our idea of justice being the cry of our hearts, like how about we desire real justice? And I want to show you, I want to read something to you that shows that I'm not just trying to be this cute Christian here. Like, stop your complaining, stop whining. Like, no, I get it. Believe me, I want justice. And, and I know I have to be careful when I say that because, again, in my own self-reflection, a lot of times I what I really meant to say is I want revenge. Like, I want the person who was in the wrong to get wrong done to them. Like, that's been really the, the foundation of my idea of justice. And that's not what the Lord wants. And so I want to show it to you by reading some scripture. This is in um, Isaiah 58, which I read this during a time um, when I was fasting because it talks about true fasting. And I was so stinking convicted when I read this because God calls out his people. He's like, I don't want you to just go through the motions of religion and do all the right things and say all the right things just to say that you did it. He's like, no, I don't care about the outwardly, like, oh, you're doing a good thing. You're being a good religious person. He's like, no, I care about your heart. And this is what the Lord says. It is so convicting, at least for me. But he says this, and I, I'm reading this to you to demonstrate the heart that Jesus has for justice. This is Isaiah 58, verse 6, which says, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. I read all of that and I'm like, oh, so fasting isn't just starving myself in the name of the Lord. No, it's humbling my heart, having a heart that says I want the justice that, that Jesus wants. Like I want to see those who are wrongly imprisoned go free. I want to lighten the burden of those who work for me. Like, I want to see the oppressed go free. Like, that should be my heart. That should be, like, my worship unto God is to, to, to wanting the kind of justice that Jesus wants. Not some evil, humanized revenge, like wanting karma. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got, you're getting what you got coming to you or you're getting what you deserve. Like, not that kind of cheap justice, but real, true Jesus justice. That's the kind of just, and this is the heart of God. He's like, this is what I want. He wants to, to see those who are wrongly imprisoned go free. He wants the oppressed to go free. That's his heart. It's a true heart of justice. And when we lean into Jesus, we get real justice. Not some, some weak justice where it's like we handle it ourselves and then we cause more people to be more broken. And then we hurt more people than, than the people who are already hurting. Like real justice. Because without Jesus, there's not going to be any justice. And without Jesus, there's not going to be any peace. Hence the title of today's To Be Hurt Tuesday. Like this should be the cry of our heart. Jesus should be the cry of our heart. Because when Jesus is the cry of our heart, that's when we get justice. And I really think that needs to be heard. But before I end this To Be Hurt Tuesday, there's just one more thing that I think is worth mentioning when we talk about justice. Of course, not talking about justice as if to say, like, wipe your tears, wipe your nose, get over it. Like, 
you know, stop your whining, stop your crying. Like, no, it's okay to want justice, but to want the true justice, that's what counts. And that true justice can only be found in Jesus because he is a just God and he has a true heart for the oppressed and a true heart for the homeless and those who are wrongly accused, wrongly imprisoned. He has a true heart for those. He wants to see them go free. We read that in Isaiah. Like, I, I want that to, to ring in your ears. But anyway, before I end this To Be Heard Tuesday, I think it is worth mentioning um, the heart of the gospel. Because when we talk about dying unjustly, when we talk about being wrongly accused, wrongly imprisoned, we talk about the innocent being painted as guilty. In understanding the gospel, we have to understand that Jesus literally knows what it's like to die unjustly. He knows what it's like to be innocent, completely innocent, without sin, perfect, flawless, never made a mistake. He knows what it's like to be innocent and yet still be painted as a guilty criminal. He knows what it's like to die unjustly, to be wrongly imprisoned, wrongly accused. Literally, Jesus died the most unjust death, the most unjust, humiliating death. Jesus knows what that's like. We act like we've seen it all, that we know exactly what injustice looks like. Jesus died an unjust death. He did nothing wrong and died a criminal's death. This is Jesus. Okay, so if anyone wants to talk about injustice, I think we, we ought to give Jesus the mic. He knows exactly what it, what it means and how it feels to be treated like a criminal, to be innocent and yet still treated like a criminal. This is the Jesus we serve. I serve. The church serves. This is our Jesus. He knows what it's like to die unjustly. In fact, before Jesus went to the cross, there was actually um, a choice that was made by the people. Jesus, he stood next to a real criminal and a real thug. His name was Barabbas. And the crowd would, would much rather have Barabbas go free, who he actually was a straight up criminal. Like, you don't want to mess with Barabbas. Like, he was that dude. And the crowd said, give us Barabbas. Like, we want Barabbas to go free. Jesus, he didn't do anything wrong. And they decided to nail him to a cross. You want to talk about injustice? That is an unjust death. A just God dying an unjust death. Why did he die, Why did he die an unjust death? Because he loves us so stinking much. That's why he died an unjust death. He didn't have to. He could have called on every angel in heaven and said, get me out of this. Like, I hate it here. These people are crazy trying to tell me I'm guilty and I made them like what, what are you talking about no he died he literally he endured the cross for us because he loved us he the bible says that we're the joy set before him that we were his joy and they were saying yeah like give us Barabbas nail Jesus to the cross crucify Jesus and that's the joy set before him like that doesn't make sense that's not fair and, and God is not a fair God grace isn't fair but he's a just God and he died an unjust death. Riddle me that. So I just want, I think that really needs to be heard on this To Be Heard Tuesday. Because we talk about justice and injustice. Like we know it all. Jesus is like, believe me, baby. I know justice and injustice more than you do. Because he lived it. He lived it. And then he died it. So I think we ought to just really tune in and listen to what Jesus is saying. How would Jesus handle this situation? How would Jesus handle justice within the black community? Handle justice within white people who've been done wrong? Handle justice against anyone? Well, no matter your faith, your background. Sometimes we, I mean, a lot of us, I think it's inevitable. We will face injustice. 
We will be wrongly accused of something or we'll just be in a situation that's just not just. I think we'll all walk into those situations, but Jesus walked through it and he knows what it's like. And he died in unjust death just to say, I love you. And he didn't want us to see it. Like if we died for our own sins, that would make sense because it's our sin. Yeah, we would pay the price for our sins. But Jesus said, I don't want to see you on that cross. So I'm going to die for you. I'll take your place. Though I didn't do anything wrong, though I'm innocent, I'll die your death. That doesn't make a lick of sense, but he did it because he loved us. So I think that needed to be heard on this To Be Heard Tuesday. And especially as we celebrate black history, you know, the cry of our hearts is typically injustice within the black community. I've said this earlier, but I don't think it should be a black thing. I think everyone should desire justice. But if we're all going to desire justice, let it be the kind of justice that Jesus would want and the pure justice that Jesus desires, because that's how we get peace. That's how we can make a difference in our world when we get the justice that Jesus wants. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it uh, with a friend. Rate this episode. Leave a review. I'd love to hear what you're loving on To Be Heard Podcast. Give To Be Heard Podcast a follow on Instagram and stay Stay tuned for the very first To Be Heard Tuesday of March. This is going to kick off a brand new month, the last month of uh, season two of To Be Heard Podcast. So I want you to come back for that. And you will hear from me next week right here on To Be Heard Podcast.